Welcome to today's podcast. The topic today is why does the price of cleaning need to go up? I'm Louise here with Diane and today we're going to be talking about rising prices in the cleaning industry not least the rise that is about to happen in April of minimum wage and actually we're going to do a breakdown of what that really costs when we're talking about setting prices. We do have a spreadsheet which Diane will be sharing shortly which will be visible on YouTube and I think we're going to put it in the podcast notes hopefully you can see it but there is a lot of numbers and a lot of figures. So if you want a pen and paper for this one, it might be helpful. And hopefully we can still make sense of it on a podcast. Can't we, Diane? I think we can. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. So um, if you are struggling, though, we will have the spreadsheet visible on the YouTube version of it. So if you'd like to share the spreadsheet, Diane, so I can see it. it. One thing before I share it, though, I'd like us to discuss first is why, how people set their prices. Because so often it seems like everybody sets their prices based on what they think their customers will pay or what they think everybody else is charging. How many times do you hear the term the going rate? The going rate? What's that? What's the going what's the going rate in my oh in my area I can't get that. Oh, in my area I can't get this. Or the going rate here is this, or there's so many people doing it cheaper, or my customers would never pay that much. And it's it's it holds the industry back in our in my opinion, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it holds us back as individuals because we believe we're only worth what someone else believes we're worth or what other people are worth. The problem is, as you and I both know, is our costs don't care about the going rate. Nobody cares about the going rate when our our staff want to be paid X, Y and Z. And we're going, well, that's not possible in the going rate. They don't care. Yeah, everything's going up in price. Yeah, including minimum wage, which is a you know a big jump. It's nearly a ten percent jump, isn't it? That's coming in April. Yeah. So in terms of setting prices, then there are a few different ways of doing this, aren't there? So do you want, do you want to tell us how people can set prices? Or well, really, for, for my the only way I would ever advise anybody to set a price is you start off with how much profit you want to make, and then you work out how much it's going to cost you, and you add them together, and that's your price. But that's not how a lot of people do it. So what they tend to do is kind of look on Facebook in their area, see, you know, three, four, maybe five other prices, all between 13 and 15, maybe 16 pounds an hour. And they go, well, that's all that's charged around here. And we go, oh, dear. (laughs) Dear. (laughs) That's not going to work out well for you. Um, And while it is possible to set prices off competitor pricing and you should know what your competitors charge, that's not the right way to do it, is it? No, no, it it needs to come from a base of how much does it actually cost me to deliver the cleaning service, whether you're delivering it yourself or whether you've got a team, how much does it actually cost to deliver the service? And you need to include everything in that, don't you? And I know you put together a really cool spreadsheet a long time ago about this didn't you about how they people can calculate their costs but it really does need re-looking at this sort of whole topic how much should we be charging because there are some base costs that we need to take into account aren't there and I think when you're self-employed it's so exciting when you suddenly realize you can make 15 or 16 pounds an hour compared to what you were earning previously which may only be 10 pounds an hour and you think wow you know this is awesome working these hours in a lovely environment doing a job I love everyone appreciates me and I'm earning loads but then you start trying to grow your team and, and it's impossible 
Yeah, absolutely. And somebody asked me the other day in one of the, the groups how much they should set aside for their own holiday pay. And I was like, well, if you're going to set aside what somebody would get if they had a job, which a business owner should get at least that, surely, um, then you need to be setting aside 13%. 13%? Oh, I thought we were on 12.07. Yeah, 13%. It's an easy one. Oh, okay, 13. Okay. <laughs> 13. <laughs> not three zero, one three. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Let's do it 13. Is. Why not do 15? Reality is. 15, because we have a bit of sick pay in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, if you want to take your 28 days holiday like you would if you had a job, then you should be putting aside 13 percent, 12.07 if you want to be pedantic. But 13 percent is what you should be putting away for your holiday pay. And it was more the realisation that why, you know, that you should have as much holiday at least as somebody with a job. And that's alien to a lot of self-employed people. As business owners, we should get 28 days holiday. And you, like, how many times do you speak to someone? I know I was guilty of this as well. You go, I can have time off whenever I want, except for when someone's off sick, when we're too busy, when anything needs doing, when I, I can take time off when I'm free. Well, you're never going to be free again. So good luck with that. Yeah. And when our customers can't possibly ever do without us for more than two days at a time. And don't ever expect to be free in the school holidays because that's never going to happen. Absolutely. So, no, it's a, it's a big, big mindset shift, isn't it, for everybody, I think, in the industry. So should we have a look at the some of the costs then? Well, and we've really just based this on employing a team. Um, but really, you can use you can sort of fiddle the numbers around a little bit as well if you're self-employed. But if you've got a team, these numbers are crucial for you to know, aren't they? Yeah, so we're starting off at the moment, and I know this is going to change come April, and this is being released very close to April. At the moment, minimum wage, and that's not living wage, that's minimum wage, is £9.50, isn't it? Yeah. So talk us through what kind of money I can expect if I charge X amount and I'm employing someone at £9.50. So yeah, so the current minimum wage, £9.50 an hour. So I've, I've done these numbers based on somebody working 16 hours a week because that seems to be about the average. Some people do a little bit less, some people do more. But when you've got a team and you're you know working school hours kind of thing, then 16 hours a week. So I've just based it on that. If your team work longer hours or you work longer hours, it's different. And then I've accounted for holiday pay. Um, and then I've accounted because if you've got an employed team, you're going to need to contribute towards their pension. So I've worked out that the wage, holiday and pension on £9.50 an hour actually costs you as an employer £10.71 an hour. OK, then, of course, we have to pay them travel time. So we've assumed that they're going to do five miles a day. So over four days a week, 16 hours, then that's going to be 20 miles um, a week. And then you're going to have to pay them mileage for that, those miles at 45 pence a mile, perhaps. And then their travel time. So we've assumed 30 minutes a day. So the travel time a week. So that means that their travel time an hour then gets added on top. So in actual fact, the wage, holiday, pension, travel time and mileage actually costs you for a £9.50 an hour, £13 and two pence an hour. That's a huge jump just for the basics. OK, okay so that's just making sure I'm paying the minimum wage for the whole time they're working. Yeah. And I've got legal obligations to pay holiday. So £13 just on my legal obligations. Exactly. Then, of course, you've got your cleaning products, equipment, uniforms, cloth washing, everything else that needs to be included in all of that. So we've estimated that at a pound an hour, and that would stay the same regardless of the amount that they were getting paid. And you said, you said, oh, I think that's a little bit high. And I was like, in all honesty, and both of us use commercial chemicals. So you think, well, we don't actually spend that much. But by the time you factored in, I'm spending on a vacuum 300 pounds a year per vacuum. 
Uh, you break that down to hourly costs um, and then you've got cloth washing in there. You've got mops and mop heads. And how many of you have a staff member that loses a cloth? But when your cloths are costing you 50 to 60 P uh, per cloth, you could easily rack up a pound an hour just in cleaning costs. No, you're right. So we put that in and then we've put in an amount for insurance. So then we've got from that £9.50, we're now at £14.16 an hour. And all we've done is sent them out legally and they've got what they need to carry out the job and they're insured. We haven't taken into account any of your other business costs at this and point. And insurance, we only put, it's only 14p an hour, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a lot. In the no. grand scheme. So, so, so far they're costing us 14 pounds and 16 pence, yeah. right? And they've not even done anything yet. Yeah. And I've not included, like saying, there's no, there's nothing in there for marketing, for your telephone bill, for anything else that you might have as costs in your business, you'll undoubtedly have in your business. So then I had a look and thought, okay, so if you were charging 20 pounds an hour and bearing in mind, I started at 20, not 15 here, because, you know, you're paying them 14 pounds, 16. If I started at 20 pounds an hour, they're costing you 70% of that. 71%, aren't they? 71%, yeah. So if you want to kind of have the ideal, which is 60% or under, then you really need to be charging. Uh, this I'm talking about the minimum wage now, <laughs> 24 or £25 an hour. So that was a huge thing to realise that. Charge that, And this is excluding VAT, isn't it? Yes. So 24, £25 an hour. Okay, but it gets worse than this because minimum wage is about to go up by okay. 92p. Yeah, so let's talk about a nearly 10% jump um, in minimum wage. So I then did the numbers again based on £10.42 an hour. I based all the same assumptions, a little bit more in terms of uh, pension contribution. There's no employer's national insurance contribution at these rates because of the hours that they work. Um, but then we've got the mileage allowance, then we've got their travel time at minimum wage. And that costs us £14.19 plus the cleaning products and insurance. So somebody on £10.42 now costs us £15.33. So now if we're charging £20 an hour, 70% of our cost is straight out the door before we've even accounted for 77%. anything 77%. 77%, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what do I need to charge to be making? Because we're ideally looking at what we ideally, we're looking at 60% profit. Yeah. Um, even at, profit, aren't yeah. we? even at £25 an hour, it's only 61, it's 61% of your cost. Okay, so at minimum wage, I need to be charging to be in line with all Americans, because it is Americans that set yeah. this baseline figure, isn't it? We yeah. need to be charging £25 an hour. Yeah. Ouch. No, okay. ouch. Possible. Yeah. Possible. Now, the reality is, if we pay minimum wage, we don't attract people to okay. this industry. So actually, in reality, what might we be paying them if we're not paying them minimum wage? So say we pay them £11 an hour, we do the same calculations, a bit of employers national insurance on this one, we still have to pay them travel time at minimum wage. That's going to cost us if we include cleaning products and insurance £15.35 an hour. Hang on, how does that work out? So I've gone up what's that 58 it's, it's not going to up as much because we still only pay them the same travel time and mileage oh, okay fine yeah because we only have to pay them the travel time at minimum wage okay. then we can we can look at 11 pound 50 that's going to cost us 15 pound 57 if we look at 12 pound an hour and again now you're really international employers national insurance as well as the pension contribution but at 12 pound an hour you might not you shouldn't have to pay them travel time based on them only doing 20 miles a week, but it's still going to cost you £16 an hour. 
So even at £25 an hour, all of these rates are going to be costing you over the 60% mark. Ouch. Okay, yeah. so really, when we go up to minimum wage being £10.42, what you're saying is baseline for the industry is 25 plus that. So that's £30 an hour. Yeah, it's kind of going to have to be if we want to maintain any kind of profit margin. And that won't be the profit margin because actually there's loads more costs than this. Oh, of course there are. Yeah, absolutely. But if we want to keep to that sort of 60% ish as the starting point for how much your labour part of your business should cost you. Yeah, that's kind of what we're going to have to be charging. I'm going to unshare the spreadsheet now. You're going to unshare it. OK, well, that's going to be a little bit of a shocker for people. Now, obviously, if I'm self-employed and I want a team and I've only got four or five in my team, uh, can I still charge 20? Um, you can, but your costs are the same as everybody else's because these costs are not based on economies of scale because apart, I mean, maybe the insurance might be, maybe the cleaning products might be an element of economies of scale, but the actual wage and the pension contribution and the national insurance and the holiday pay and the mileages is the same regardless of the size of your business. Okay. And every other industry is working on these numbers and these figures, aren't they? So if the going rate, because I, I have been quite open in my area, is highly competitive. Um, the going rate in my area is so probably somewhere around 15, 16 pounds an hour. Uh, why shouldn't I charge 15 or 16 pounds an hour? Well, you could charge 15, 16 pounds an hour, but you would not be making any profit. You would actually be making a loss. So if I took on a team and I was charging 15 or 16, I'd make a loss. And at 18 to 20, probably not worth my time yeah probably I think if you were doing 18 to 20 you would really have to be a big getting getting a bigger business in order to get any kind of profit because it would all be a, it would be about, about smaller profit but more more numbers if that makes sense so that's why commercial companies can be charging your sort of 18 to 20 because they might have 300 cleaners out there which makes it worth it for domestic cleaning companies there's a lot more management involved, isn't there? So it probably isn't worth it at 18 to 20. No. So, yeah, I mean, we, we've been talking about this for a long time, that £20 an hour needs to become the new normal. But now probably our message needs to be, this is a big jump in minimum wage. And it's not that we pay our staff minimum wage. And most of us don't in this industry. But it's the knock-on effect of the, the higher minimum wage is we all have to increase our wages. to Otherwise, we will only be paying the minimum wage. Okay, so all the way through this, I've said, wow, wow, you know, can we charge that? So I've been posting for the last two weeks. Um, we did put our prices up to 25 plus VAT. Um, and I had three quotes last week, so I put them up. Um, and most people, breaking that £30 an hour is a big barrier for a lot of cleaners mentally. So last week, I thought, forget it, I'm going to smash right through it. Let's go quoting it. Um, I had three quotes. And OK, it's a little bit different because actually I wasn't going up that much. And um, for a lot of us, the most terrifying thing is actually what will a customer say? What if they say, wow, you're not worth it or anything like that? And, and to be fair, when I'm quoting this, we were going up from 22 plus fat to 25 plus fat. It wasn't that big. It wasn't a big mental jump for me. Um, there was no questions really two went yes immediately one went uh, I'll have a think about it I need to speak to my husband and has since gone on and booked so that's three out of three um the going rate is 16 pounds an hour in this area so 
I think if you're confident in your abilities and your quality, and it is about having that confidence in your own service, customers are accepting it. There was not a quibble. Now, I'm not saying you will never get objections, of course, but how have you gone up there yet? Or are you waiting till April? We're not there yet. No, we're still like dithering in the middle at sort of 20, just 2750 at the moment. So yeah, we including VAT. So yeah, we need to, we need to, the new ones just need to be on that because I'm looking at the numbers and I can't see an op, any option. Um, you know, I know what our team are on now and I know what I need to push them up to in order to keep them and to be able to still recruit. And it's, so Diane, let's do this quickly. What What's holding you back from going up to your 25 plus back, Diane? <laughs> Nothing. No, that's what I meant. Our new customers, that's what they'll, they'll be on. They'll have to be. There's no, there's just no other option. But even so, like, and we've been through, between the two of us, we have been through a lot of price rises over the years. We're not, you know, it's nothing new. We've done the price rises. We pretty much know what's going to happen. Um, but even so, when I have to send out that email and come April, it, they have to go up. They absolutely have to go up. It, for some reason, this one seems a little more scary than the last ones. It feels like we're breaking a barrier. And I think that's probably why it feels more scary. Whereas, you know, I, when I started 15 years ago, we were charging £15 an hour then. So I never thought that £15 an hour, for instance, was a lot. Whereas I know some people even now think that they can't charge 15 an hour. Um, 20 was kind of a big jump. But then when we hit 25, it, it didn't feel that big a jump now. You know, we could sell at 25 all day long, but 30, I don't know. Is it like the the the, the house the house prices in a street? You know, nobody hits the I don't know 250,000 barrier, and that was a big thing. Maybe it's the same sort of mentality, but it is all in our heads. But do you not think though the inflation, the reason, like what I remember we put ours up in COVID. So what was that? 2020. Oh, we must have done it 2021. Yeah. Really, probably about two years ago. And I remember at the time we went up to 22 plus VAT then. And I was like, oh my goodness, seriously. And I was like, right. And I did a survey of everyone in the market and went, right, what's the most anyone charges? I'm going higher. So two years ago, I know that we were the most expensive in the market. And my aim is always to be the most expensive company because I want to be the best. I want to deliver the best. And you can't deliver the best unless you charge the most. So now it feels like, we're not the most expensive again people are overtaking us but it's really only two years later and we have to go through that 30 barrier yeah there is just is no choice if the industry is wants to remain sustainable and you know i understand that you know if you're not vat registered maybe 25 is all you need to charge but at some point if you're growing your business you will hit vat especially at 25 pound an hour you're going to hit it quite quickly so we're all going to have to be at the 30 pound mark aren't we yeah yeah, and the inflation. I mean, the costs. And we one pound an hour. Really, I actually don't think that's enough. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people were actually it was costing them more than a pound an hour in products and cleaning materials because it isn't just the sprays. And people think that's all it is. It is so much more. I think we overlook the costs of um, what they call cloths. Yeah, cloths are expensive. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And if you're using shop-bought products, then it's costing you even more. So, um, yeah, they really can add up. Yeah, and the, the cloths, obviously, they they just, they get eaten, I think. They just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Disposable gloves, what are they at the moment? 30, 40p a pair? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so what's our message to people out there? It's, it's kind of get brave, isn't it? Get brave and cover your costs. 
I think so. I think, you know, obviously we're going to pop the, the spreadsheet into the um, podcast um, notes. And if you've been watching on YouTube, then you'll, you'll be able to see the spreadsheet anyway. But do your own numbers and check mine, you know, because those are the numbers and you need to know them in order to make those decisions. And Louise is right. Be brave. We can all be brave. And actually, if we all if we're all brave together, then, you know, the industry just changes, doesn't it? And then customer expectations change. And let's have a little bonus in here, Diane. Let's face the objection. The objection that people are terrified of. In my area, the going rate is £16 an hour. What if a customer comes up to you, Diane, and goes, wow, oh, you want to charge 30 The going rate is 16 What are you going to say? <laughs> you know what? Walk in with your spreadsheet and go, how are they going to deliver it at £16 an hour? What are they delivering? Because look, these are the numbers. And yeah and and I actually am quite honest with them I just say unfortunately as a business we would never be able to make a profit and be able to employ people at that sort of price um we are you know a sustainable business we have a fully managed team we look after them so they can look after you um and yeah that's how much it costs I have gone in and literally numbers down because the people that like to question it are people who are you know very big in business they're the ones that like to question me and so I go right here you go here are the numbers what do you think you're really getting for 15 pounds an hour because it costs me more than 15 pounds to deliver it so don't compare me to what are you comparing me to yeah. And I suppose what always disappoints me about um, about the perception of the industry is nobody would flinch at a gardener mowing their lawn for £30 an hour. Do you know what I just paid? I had my boiler flew. He literally held a machine in the in the thing that comes out of your boiler, the gases. Cost me £50. He stuck a little machine in for five minutes. I was like, £50. No, we don't object to it because that's what it costs. Um, but at the moment, I've got to say, I'm finding more and more people are coming just saying, I, I don't want to do my own cleaning. Um, I'll pay whatever it costs. I can't do this. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is uh, we're, we're, in, we're still in, I think, a fortunate position where the demand is still there and it's growing because people are making a conscious choice that I don't want to do this. I want to hire a service to do it for me. And as we've said, it's the cheapest service to outsource. If you want those two, three, four, five hours of your life back, the hiring a cleaner is the cheapest way to get your life back. Even at £30 an hour, it's still the cheapest way to get some of your life back. And you've got to remember the people that are hiring us, their wages have all gone up 10%. You know, we are putting our prices up 10%, but they've all gone up way more than that. And they probably earn more than us. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly know my my brother's in the IT industry and I think he's had five pay rises in the last couple of years just to keep him. Yes, they really have. Whereas we've not done that. Like I've been like, oh, you know, I don't want to put the prices up. Come on, let's get those prices up. So, yeah, be brave and the get rid of the idea of this going rate. Let's abolish that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the next, next time somebody says, what's the going rate in Leicester? <laughs> what's I don't know what I might just I'll be nice about it but like there is no such thing <laughs> well the going costs in the yeah UK what's the cost in Leicester tell me that never mind the, the going rate tell me how much it costs you to deliver the service in Leicester does it cost wherever. less in Leicester than it does up in Manchester I don't think so no <laughs> yeah and in London of course these numbers are even higher because the minimum wage in London is higher so it is do you, do you know more than 30 in London it's interesting, London, but we're not going to come on to that now, are we? It's it's interesting. The price in London actually tend to be a little bit less, don't they? Which is 
And I've never understood that, never understood that because the costs in London are so much higher. Well, when I looked into it, it's because they've got a transient population, well, they did, which meant that a lot of people would work for cash in hand, they'd be self-employed, they can push the prices down, uh, they've got a bigger workforce that would be prepared to take sort of short-term jobs, whereas up here, you know, my people, I expect them to be with me years, I can't, they've got to run families, I can't pay them minimum wage because they won't survive. No, no, absolutely, whereas, yeah, in London, it's more normal, like you say, there's more of a a catchment isn't there for, for people to work yeah but no let's not go into that <laughs> perfect thank you very much diane Thanks, and we'll speak to you soon